such a uh, you know, a, a group of fans that we, you know, and families that we ordinarily or wouldn't reach um, without the influence and impact of these really strong, amazing, creative women who are just helping to change the game. Hi, I'm John Yeager, and this is Bloodworks 101, the podcast designed to educate or inspire you to donate either time, money, or blood. Brought to you by your friends here at Bloodworks Northwest. The voice you heard right there belongs to Ingrid Russell Narciss, the Senior Director of Corporate Partnerships with the Seattle Mariners. She is African-American and a woman in leadership. And since it's Women's History Month, my colleague Juan Cotto thought it'd be a good time to speak with a woman in leadership in an industry whose history has not always been thought of as a place with that many women. You, you've uh, you shared with us your your tenure here at the Seattle Mariners. How has Major League Baseball and the business of Major League Baseball changed in the time since you started? Oh my gosh, uh, it's, it's where do you start <laughs> with with that question? Um, it's changed in a variety of different ways, uh, all good and all positive. Everything from rule changes or you know ways to speed up the game, uh, but certainly on the on the business side, um, you know I love uh, the fact that we are all focused on so many wonderful cultural events like Jackie Robinson Day and Salute to the Negro Leagues and Juneteenth, and those are some things that we all do as a league together, um, focusing on heritage and, and uh, nostalgia and growth of the game, I think we're all focused on too. So it's, it's changed a great deal, um, all, all good stuff for sure. You, just to say you were a good athlete is an understatement. You're an extremely good athlete, a Division I basketball player at the University of Washington. Uh, what, what are the skills and what are the experiences that you learned being a college athlete that has helped you in this career? The concept of team and teamwork and uh, nobody does anything on their own, not by themselves. It takes so many other critical pieces to get something done and get it done well. Um, and you know, we discover that here. Um, you know, I am in the partnership um, department, and I cannot do my job without the help of you know, name the department without ballpark operations, uh, without the player side, without season ticket sales, without marketing. I, I really can't do my job effectively um, and helping and reaching um, constituents and fans that our partners want to reach without without those departments. So just teamwork and, and work ethic and um, boy, you can accomplish really good and wonderful things, uh, whether that's in the community, on the field or on the business side, when everyone is rowing together and working as a team. We, we've seen more pathways for women in professional sports, especially on the business end, and we, we certainly see it visibly uh, in in the in the radio and television media, and certainly behind the scenes in the the administrative end, and in from from the colleges, and universities, and our, our University of Washington has a female athletic director now. I guess it I guess it probably has when you were there, when when Miss Hedges was there, but but nevertheless, the the impact of, of women in professional sports, and in many ways, you're you're sort of a trailblazer. Tell us tell us about the impact that women have had and and the roles that women are starting to to develop for themselves in professional sports you know yeah you cannot uh, and first of all I, I would not be where I am <laughs> I gotta start there uh, without so many people who opened the door um, for me um, so you know tons of 
I was fortunate. I had tons of people just knock down the door and try to break through the glass ceiling um, for me. But um, just, um, you know, the integration of more women at executive levels has, I think, changed and made the game even better. I mean, I think we reach a uh, you know, a, a group of fans that we, you know, and families that we ordinarily or wouldn't reach um, without the influence and impact of these really strong, amazing, creative women who are just helping to change the game at every level. And, and they continue to let, you know, these young women coming up stand on their shoulders. Um, so there's just been this awesome, um, you know, effort, uh, especially by these women to reach down reach across too uh, and help other women so that um, we all have you know just incredible opportunities and you know we do several salutes here at the Mariners and recognitions of women and um, you know trailblazers you know that played on the <laughs> played on the field uh, that are umpiring um, and that are working in the front office so always a wonderful uh, way to tell and share these stories through some of these events that we're doing and you mentioned University of Washington you know we're in a season where we are celebrating women this is mighty are the women um, year as we celebrate um, Title IX and all the things that are happening there. Um, so you'll see if you're ever at a University of Washington game you'll see um, you know hordes of women coming to celebrate other women at volleyball games, at basketball games, uh, gymnastics meets, track uh, track and field contest. So um, all throughout, you know, sports, we are really starting to um, honor and recognize uh, the contribution of uh, women who have just um, set the tone and continue to tra tra blaze those trails. Uh, and I'm, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the women who came before me, and I'm trying to do the same thing on my end and continue to open those doors. At Bloodworks Northwest, we, we believe our work is um, a universal connection to the community. Uh, we, we believe that a safe and reliable blood supply serves the community, and uh, it's, it's, a, it, it's an important extension, our work in developing relationships to see if we can uh, expand our donor roles and, and get more people to, to serve. And in Major League Baseball, it, it, the, the entertainment aspect of it is, is the same way, I mean, the way I look at it. And, and I just hope you can kind of share some of the ideas that you have in terms of how the Mariners use this, this, this game of baseball, which is this American treasure to, to really build and establish relationships in the community. I have to, uh, you know, recognize you guys uh, and Bloodworks Northwest uh, for all you do in the community. I remember during the pandemic um, where everything was shut down and, um, you know, I don't think any of us knew exactly what to do. We had this wonderful partnership with uh, Bloodworks Northwest to come in and serve the community. The ballpark wasn't being used, um, not for baseball anyway. But thanks to you all, we turned it into a, a wonderful opportunity to help other people in the community um, by, uh, you know, influencing them to donate blood. And um, it was a tremendous partnership. So thank you um, for all that you've done uh, for this community and, and for us here at the, at the Mariners. Um, but, you know, baseball in general and, and the Mariners in general, just, um, you know, we are wanting, especially this year, um, to be... Um, as inclusive and reaching as many people as we can reach. We're always gonna reach baseball fans, but really starting to be a little more insightful on in how we can reach communities, communities of color, um, who don't oftentimes think about baseball as an entertainment, um, or means of entertainment, um, but um, 
So we are. We're trying to be intentional inside. We're starting from the inside out. Um, we just hired a vice president of diversity and inclusion um, just to kind of help us be a little more thoughtful as we go out. But the change really kind of starts on the inside. So um, including and involving members of our organization who come from diverse backgrounds um, and have diverse perspectives, um, that's kind of helped us um, be a little more effective and authentic as we reach out to you know, again, communities that oftentimes don't come to the ballpark um, or, uh, you know, just hadn't thought about it. So, you know, that's helped us a great deal just from that inside out approach. But, you know, again, creating and celebrating cultures and heritage. Um, baseball is a, um, you know, it's, it is history. It's nostalgia. You know, we do a great job of telling stories. <laughs> We try to use it as a platform to tell other people's stories because they're wonderful and they're they're great to hear and, and you know this has been such a you know in my 27 years here I've learned so much about just everything but definitely the cultures and and um, and having people come and in, come inside the ballpark and share those stories whether they're uh, you know Japanese or Japanese baseball stories or the Korean community or you know, African-American history um, as well. I mean, Native, you know, it's, it's, um, it's just been a wonderful, eclectic um, sharing of uh, history and perspective. You, you, you bring up the African-American community, and you and I certainly are a part of that. Uh, my mother grew up here in the Seattle area. She went to Garfield High School. My father was a black man from, from Puerto Rico and, and certainly raised us to understand the importance of, uh, of our responsibility to our community. And, and I know as an executive in a blood center that, that is on my mind every day, and I know as an executive working for the Mariners, it, it probably comes across your mind. Um, in terms of how do we and, and how do the Mariners look at building and establishing relationships and you touched on it with the history of Major League Baseball that was the only the only black league that African-Americans owned were the Negro Leagues and uh, and baseball has been such a, a part of our community how do we continue to, to, to re-engage the, the community uh, that that baseball is indeed a part of our African-American history and uh, and that that baseball at the major league level is a uh, is an opportunity for us to grow share and, and continue to build upon um, you know, again, starts from the inside. Um, you know, um, representation matters. Um, you know, having, um, again, people of color on the inside of the organization, especially the African-American community, be in here um, inside the organization and, you know, helping with the, um, with that, you know, uh, ability to reach out and connect um, with communities. Um, I think, you know, just, you know, being here um, and again, having a, a great con uh, group of, um, uh, I'm going to call them kids of color <laughs> since I'm a little older, but, you know, um, being able to, you know, talk to them and use them as kind of a think tank as well so that we can effectively go out and talk to other, other communities, um, especially African-American communities. Um, you know, we've just tried to invest um, time and energy. Um, into especially younger kids. I mean, you're familiar with the Hometown Nine program, um, and that program was born um, out of just some of our players. In 19, excuse me, 2019, we had nine, I think, 10 African American players, uh, and you know, just asking them, you know, what what did you want to have happen as a young kid, or what, you know, what uh, can we provide um, that you didn't have um, when you were coming up, and this program, this Hometown Nine program came out of 
um, that think tank with the players, and so we've just tried to build this um, this platform to address some of the some of the needs, some of the issues, some of the things that they went through um, through this program. So we I'm going to say adopted, you know, because that's how we feel. It's a family. We've adopted um, now 27 kids. So we adopt nine kids a year. Um, they are kids from underserved communities, you know, usually kids of color, um, people. Uh, families who love baseball and softball, who are baseball and softball players. Um, and we've just adopted them and brought them into the Mariners family and we help, you know, with everything, <laughs> everything we can, whether it's, you know, um, you know, help uh, financial assistance with um, baseball expenses. Um, we provide training, you know, we, we think and talk about mental health. Um, and we know as these um, kids who, you know, we, we get them when they're in the eighth grade, um, as they start to kind of um, evolve and grow and start thinking about college, you know, that's something that we try and, you know, help and assist with. Um, again, just um, providing uh, these kids with mentors um, and resources so that, again, you know, so they have a brighter future or so they have options that maybe they didn't have before. So, um, and that's, um, you know, not just the African-American community, but that's just our greater community. But, you know, you touched on it. Um, baseball has just a rich history and tradition in the African-American, um, in African-American culture. Um, largest black-owned business pretty much <laughs> was, um, you know, uh, the Negro Leagues. Um, and there are just some amazing stories that, that come from there. And um, being with the Mariners, I've had a, um, the opportunity to help honor some of that. You know, I was here for the 75th anniversary of the Negro Leagues. I was here for the 100th anniversary as we celebrated and, and um, connected with the community. But, um, you know, that Negro Leagues opened the door for not just black players, but for every player. You know, baseball is such an international game, um, but that, um, you know, that one move to that Branch Rickey to, you know, uh, get Jackie Robinson signed, I mean, that opened the door for everybody. Um, and it's just, again, the wonderful stories come out of that. Um, so I'm super proud of that tradition and that history and love to share and tell those stories whenever we, whenever we have an opportunity. I won't date you, but you uh, you've had a you've had a long career here with the Mariners. What what's kept you here? Um, the people, uh, the people have kept me here. Uh, this is just a fun place to work. Um, you know, and again, on my side of the business, um, we're, um, we're talking to other companies and other businesses, and um, part of what I do is, you know, we sell advertising and branding here, but part of what I do is I, I get to go in and meet with companies who sometimes have an issue or a problem, you know, uh, the, the problem or the issue could be they need better and more effective branding. Sometimes it's, we want to do more uh, in the community. Sometimes it's, you know, we want to retain our employees. There are myriad of things that, you know, keep these companies up at night. And I get to go in and I get to learn, you know, constantly learn about their business, their philosophy. And then I get to come back here to this amazing group of creative human beings um, and, you know, bounce ideas on, you know, how can we help this company solve these issues and it is whoo it's just fun it's <laughs> it's fun and creative just to do that and at the end of the day to be able to say oh my gosh we were helpful and instrumental in helping this company whatever it is fill in the blank you know um, retain employees or um, you know now they're positioned so they can sell their their company I mean it's just a 
incredibly rewarding um, part of what I do, but the other just even more fulfilling part is the work we do in the community. And, um, you know, I don't know that anything brings people together like music or sports. And uh, to be able to, you know, take what I do out into the community and help people is, again, you know, you don't, yeah, that's just like, <laughs> it brings a smile to your face, you know, every day, all day. Um, because of what we've been able to do. And I don't care if that's going to visit kids in, at Seattle Children's who are not doing well, taking players, uh, doing a baseball clinic in Walla Walla. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's just, it runs deep and it's just, it's fun. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, I, I, what a great decision for me to stay, <laughs> stay here. I think I was planning on just working here for five years and then I don't know what happened. <laughs> I got, I got caught up in all this fun and, and uh, you know, I, I love the people. The people are, are what make it just uh, incredible. I, I have friends all over the country um, in places that have, that have had better baseball teams and they tease me about watching bad baseball over the years and I remind them that the, the difference between having bad baseball and no baseball is exponential bad baseball and good baseball, it's, it's like a cherry on the top, and certainly uh, it was such an exciting year, the, the, the series against Toronto, and well, let's start with the season, the season was so exciting, uh, Cal Raleigh's homer to, to, to get the Mariners in the playoffs, the uh, the series against Toronto and the incredible game that they, they won in, in Canada, uh, and and then, um, you know, the, the playoff game, the, the 18 innings, it, it's set up a, a level of excitement, and I'm just wondering how, how uh, how are you looking forward to this season and and the expectations that come along with it? We're just incredibly excited and you know for what we do every year I'm excited. Um, I'm excited to bring baseball to the community. I'm excited that it's still here. I remember when there was a uh, you know there was a chance it wasn't going to be here and um, so I'm just grateful. I'm grateful that it's still here. I'm grateful that no matter what's happened with this team people have supported it. You know I don't you know, even, even if it was, you know, it didn't matter if it was companies or just people in general, people coming from Portland and Idaho and Montana, um, you know, here in Seattle, people have just supported it. So I'm excited every year. But um, turning the page, I mean, you know, we, we watched a lot of baseball that wasn't the funnest, <laughs> because funnest is a word. Um, but yeah, I mean, we there's a level of energy and excitement uh, that I haven't felt or experienced in so many years. We have played over four hours here at T-Mobile Park tonight. And right field! And it's it! And it's it! The Mariners win it! The first run! It's the only run! You know, last year, kind of toward the end of the season, um, you know, we had that run of 14 games in a row where we kind of thought, oh, this could be a special year. And then we went on and we played regular baseball. But as we started to close out the season and, um, you know, these guys just, you know, they just kept winning day in, day out. Um, the energy level in the office just rose. Um, and, um, you know, again, there was a level of excitement I just hadn't seen in a while. And um, I remember when we did clinch a playoff spot, I mean, there were so many, there was so much emotion here inside the office. You know, I, I don't know that I've cried as much. <laughs> um, you know, in September, October, I don't think I've cried that much ever in my life because I was just, just the sheer joy, um, anticipation, excitement. Um, and then there was this, oh, finally. Finally. 
finally <laughs> we we have you know broken the curse so um you know and i get goose pimply now just thinking about it and talking about it i don't know if it's as good as you know lying down the left field line If it's as goose pimply as Dave Niehaus calling it, just like he saw it as you know Junior was about to score, which I get goose pimply on that too. But this was it was special, and you know as we look forward to 2023 and just how the team is shaping up, and um, we're all big believers in what Jerry has uh, set out to do, um, and Justin and. Scott and you know we're, we're excited about um, the look of the team um, the mindset of the team uh, and how they expect to win so you know we're excited about that we're excited to sell this thing going out into the community and talking about just the possibilities Ingrid Russell Narciss Senior Director of Corporate Partnerships with the Seattle Mariners and Bloodworks own Juan Cotto talking about the business, the history, and the possibilities of baseball. Possibilities. It is that time of year when, as they say, hope springs eternal. Let's see what this 2023 season has to offer besides the All-Star Game and hopefully a pennant race. And maybe, just maybe, this is the year the Mariners win it all. I'm John Yeager, and this is Bloodworks 101. See you next time.